Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. Last night, the five uh, replacement possibilities for Mayor Yoga Pants. There's actually, I think, 12 people. We'll be on the ballot yeah. June 7th. There's a bunch of losers who are whining outside. They couldn't get in, yeah. Uh, the, the primary vote is June 7th. If nobody gets 50% plus one vote, the top two meet in November. So it's expected, and I can't see it going any other way, that Karen Bass, the congresswoman, will be one of the two. Who's going to be the other one? Well, 
The money's on Rick Caruso. That would be $23 million he spent so far. They had a debate last night at Cal State Los Angeles. And before things even got going, I don't know how familiar this name is to people, but her name is Melina Abdullah. She's a professor at Cal State LA, former chair of the school's Pan-African Studies Department. She had to be carried out of the room because she didn't have a ticket to get into the Well, she was uh, one of the leaders of Black Lives Matter here in L.A. She is the uh, head, I think, of the L.A. chapter. Yeah, yeah. So she's involved in that corrupt organization. And I think she's bitter because none of these candidates embraces her defund the police yeah. policy. So, yeah, well, like uh, and <laughs> there's, there's hardly anybody that wants to defund the police except, what do you know, a nutty professor. Uh, uh, I like this quote from her. Uh, this is as she's being carried away. I'm processing that. I, I'm processing that as I was yelling for help, that I was being hurt. I called for Karen Bass and Kevin DeLeon. Two people have been very close for more than 20 years. They said nothing. Not even a simple please put her down, nor did any other candidate. It's hurtful and outrageous. No, she wasn't invited. She wasn't allowed in. They had the case, right? They I had mean, a very strict rule because of all the chaos from these outside groups, and she represents a group that has provided a lot of chaos over the last two years. So of course they're not going to let her in because the, whatever whatever amount number of people are interested in watching the debate on TV, uh, they want to see the debate. They don't want to see people screaming in the background, storming the stage, and carrying on. They, they, you know, nobody has to let you have a forum on, on television to disrupt uh, some uh, some uh, public debate. Well, who does she really? Who does she think she is? It was only about forty people in the auditorium. It was a very small audience that they allowed. And you are right; they did not want this to turn into the heckling, ridiculous thing we saw a few months ago. It wasn't a debate; it was some sort of forum. You can't. But it was full of just people screaming at all the candidates. It's like, what is that? Do? They, they had some kind of forum just a few days ago in Little Tokyo, and it got disrupted by crazy people. Yeah, Every, I wouldn't go to those if I was running. No, that's why. That's why Caruso skipped those early on. Right. Because what's the point of standing there looking like an idiot when you have lunatics screaming all kinds of incendiary things at you? It's like, but that's, that's ridiculous. You know, I, I'm, I'm hoping this is like a turn where we just stop putting up with this nonsense. Stop putting up people who scream just to scream, just to say crazy things, who've got wacky issues. Uh, I, I mean, enough of that. Enough of the theatrics. Enough of the interruptions. And here's how not to vote. Abdullah did give $1,000 to the Bass campaign in December. Last oh. month, she gave $214 to a new woman that entered the race, and this woman was way out there with defund the police, a woman named Gina Viola. Yeah, no, she's crazy. She was not invited she's to crazy the crazy person. Anyway. They're not uh, going to get anywhere. You know, the, 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 everybody voting for Karen Bass are, are far-left progressives. I saw that Bonin has endorsed her. Uh, he, and now he the L.A. It, Times has endorsed her. The L.A. Her. Times has endorsed her. Nithya Raman, who's the Democratic Socialist Councilman right. in L.A., has endorsed her. Gascon had endorsed her. I mean, it's all... The, it's clear it's, that now, if she wins, it's more of the same. It is, she is the worst possible candidate. The worst. She's, she, she's a progressive with a nice smile. She absolutely is, has exactly the same policies as Gascon and Bonnet. No different. You vote for her and you hope for a cleaner, more peaceful L.A. You are a fool. I don't know what to say. You are a fool. All right? Yeah. She's, she's, she's packaged with her uh, sweet little smile and her calm demeanor, her politics. She doesn't seem radical. Her politics are. Otherwise, why would you have Bonin and Gascon and Nithya Raman and the L.A. Times tripping over each other with their endorsements? 
Like, they can't tweet their endorsements often enough. What does that tell you? All I can find in this editorial, because I didn't do a lot of research on her background, but it looked like the only real job she had was a physician's assistant working in an emergency room. No. But eventually she got involved and became an activist. And then somebody said in 2004, why don't you run for the state legislature? And since then, she's right. been on the public payroll. And there's all kinds of crackpots in the legislature, all kinds of crackpots in Congress. So right. it's not that hard to do. Uh, no, she's accomplished nothing. There's nothing in there. I mean, really, there's, there's nothing that she's done in public life that's really mattered. And, right. and, and, and she's just got the worst, the worst politics imaginable, especially for this time. Let's begin with the guy that we think should probably be indicted. It could happen, maybe. This is the city attorney, Mike Fuhrer, by way of explanation for that. There's, of course, been a lot of corruption going in and around LADWP and the L.A. City Attorney's Office, of which he's been the L.A. City Attorney for quite a few years, involving bribery. Uh, we just had a guy who used to run the DWP plead guilty last week, and he was conspiring with a lawyer that worked for the city attorney's office. So all of this has been swirling around the mustache for some time now. He may not ever end up getting indicted, but in the first debate, that was a good jab by Caruso to put that out there, which Fuhrer didn't really even respond. We're going to start with him because this is all he did, from what I understand and reading about and seeing part of the debate. He spent his entire time just not happy that Rick, Rick Caruso's a rich man and doesn't know anything about our problems. Let's play cut one. Now, Mr. Caruso has derided that choice to serve. And I have to say, we both went to law school. He chose to build glitzy malls. I chose to fight for seniors and kids and families. <laughs> I'm running because I'm most qualified <laughs> to hit the ground running on day one. Oh. If we allow our city's outcome to be based on money, then we deserve what we get. We can do better than that. Imagine Mr. Caruso as a candidate without the money. Would that be a viable candidacy? And if the answer is no, be you, then let's reflect on what our values really are. Yeah, let's and they're reflect. about leadership that focuses on lifting up people who are vulnerable, who are in need, oh, and addressing oh, every person's God. need as a mayor Stop it. who Stop says it. you're not an Stop! Stop! Oh, I, he's such a ninny. I enjoy listening to this. It's like right out of the dopey old progressive playbook. I'm for the people. I'm going to stand up for the little guy. Uh, the person whose voice is not heard. That's me. I, fight, I represent them. I fight well, he's for a book of annoying cliches. Isn't he? Is there any I mean, more to that? He sounds like a weenie. Like he's talking through that mustache. <laughs> he's talking. Oh, there's only six seconds left. Oh, never mind. oh, there was? Okay. We well, got through it. Oh, and that dog is not his in the commercial I heard. It's true. It's not his. It's not his dog. He's the underdog. walking a dachshund in a commercial, and it's kind of cute, but it's not his dog. No, he doesn't have a dog. He's a no. fake. He's a phony. The idea was to you know portray him as the underdog because he's about 2% in the polls. So You know something? Uh, you, you can tell that Caruso's really had a nerve with this crowd. Two things. Um, Karen Bass has been pulling this. I She's going, well, why do you keep denigrating it? You have four public servants right. up here. Because Caruso uh, started pretty much last night by saying, look up the stage here. Yeah. These four have worked for city government and, for years. Nothing is, nothing's worked. And it's like, they're what? failures. Why are you making fun of us? Why do you keep saying that we yeah, haven't? We're devoted to public service. And, be, and, and it must get under their skin because they don't have a real response to uh, the obvious criticism. That's right, to counter they, and say, well, actually, I, know I brought results. You know, that the homelessness doubled in the last nine years. The uh, garbage is piled everywhere. Crime is brutal. 
and prevalent, all forms of crime from murders to smash and grab robberies. So it's all bad. And it's while this crowd has been running things. And Caruso is saying, hey, you guys are the one running. And they are. They are the guy. They're, they're the ones running things. Right. All right. She's the congresswoman from L.A. You got two councilmen up there. You've got uh, the city attorney. Yes, it's it's you people. You've been running things. Caruso comes in like an executive and says, well, all right, who's responsible here? And, right. and they're going, well, we're not really responsible. Why do you keep making fun of us? Why do you denigrate our public service? And he says, I'm not denigrating public servants. I'm looking at the results. And he's right. And you tell me how he's not right. He's a, a thousand million percent correct. They're oh, the yeah. public servants. They failed the city. They failed all the taxpayers of this city. And he's, he's saying the obvious. Oh, why are you making fun of us? Why do you say bad things? That's all Karen Bass did. Two debates now. Why are you saying bad things? <laughs> because they're a bunch of losers. You ruined the city. We can play some of Karen Bass. Why are you saying bad things when we come back? But it's true. That troika up there. Joe Buscaino, I don't think is as bad. No, jo Joe's uh, tried to do the right thing. I don't right, mean but to those other three, him in that. But, Kira Bass and uh, DeLeon. Yeah, DeLeon. Wow. I mean, honestly. Only in Los Angeles would those people be elected to mayor. Only in Los Angeles. Even in other cities, they're getting the religion on. Like New York City finally got smarter and, and, and elected a more rational, competent mayor. You can't do this forever. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. We'll begin now with playing what Rick Caruso said last night at the L.A. mayor's debate about the other four people on stage with him, as we pointed out, and he did in the first debate as well. They are longtime government people couple on the city council, one in the United States Congress, another one is the city attorney. Uh, we're going to play you this clip and then we'll play what Karen Bass said in response. It's the same thing about stop denigrating us. Here we go. Let me be clear. We have a massive problem, as everybody knows, but everybody else on this stage and myself, there's a big difference. The average time they've been in office is about 20 years. Every problem that we've talked about so far has gotten worse. So I think it's great that everybody wants to solve the problems now and lean in, but this city has been suffering for a long time. The, the tragedy down at City Hall, the lack of humanity, the lack of compassion, the way people are living, is literally 10 minutes from the offices of everyone to the left of me. And for some reason, you've been driving the other way and not driving into that problem. So I hear what you're saying, but the reality is nothing has happened. I have a plan at carusocan.com, 30,000 beds. Yes, state of emergency. Yes, hold somebody accountable. I will be accountable. I've been a chief executive. I've run large enterprises. I've solved complex problems with very practical solutions. I have a history of it. I have the solutions and the track record to back it up. We have to triage. We have people with mental illness. We have people with drug addiction. We have people that just need a second chance. My God, let's with compassion give that second chance. Let's give them the services that they need. Let's give them the help that they need. But we've left them there. They're living in their own waste. I've walked it too. You don't need to have a conversation with somebody to ask them what they need. They need a warm bed. They need help. I will bring that help and I will get the encampments off the streets. Thank you. See, I think that's a brilliant way to attack this. 
He's, yeah, well, he's, the only question I would have for him, based on what we talked about last hour with that guy that's been 22 years homeless on the street, because there's a lot like him that are refusing your shelter because they don't want the rules, right? What do you do with them, Rick? I know you want to show compassion. No, they can't. It's the they, right thing to say during a debate, but sometimes you got to get tough. You, you got to say, move on. You're not hanging out here. You can't say that, stay in the street. I mean, you can't stay in the street. You can't stay in the park. You can't stay in the park. You can't stay in a public space anymore. So nope, we're going to give you options. On our only obligation is to give. It's not even our obligation. Okay. Not, right. Yeah, it's no, not our that obligation. <laughs> okay. But here's what I think most of us will agree to do to meet halfway. We'll give you the options of various treatments. You have to take it. If you don't take it, then you have to keep on moving. You have to go somewhere else where they're going to tolerate this garbage. But we're not going to put up with it anymore. We're offering you the following help. Be grateful. Be appreciative. It's costing us billions of dollars. I do not want to deal with ungrateful people who react to this generous handout with a critiques of, well, it's not this and it's not that and I need this. and I need. It's like, no, you stop it. I well, am helping you. I am paying for your problems. You're 58 years old, and you haven't figured out a way off the street in 22 years, and you're telling me what the terms are going to be? No. Well, That's look, not happening. I know some of the shelters are full of dirty people and mental illness, and you don't want to go there, but you got to go somewhere, and you're not going to stay here, and you got to figure out your life on your own. Somebody has to bring up the idea that some of these people on the streets, maybe they're not all whacked out, have to be responsible for their own future to some extent. It can't just be, hey, what's for me? What are you going to give me? Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I want a permanent, beautiful apartment. No. no, we're not here to do that. Like you said, no obligation to do that. All right, now here's Karen Bass's response to Rick Caruso bashing the career politicians. But I have to use the rest of my time because I have to talk to my friend over there, Mr. Caruso. My friend. Because Mr. Caruso like talks about the four of mm -hmm. us as though we have spent all of our time in office actually doing nothing. And uh, we have worked day in and day out, and if you don't mind, I'll speak on behalf of my <laughs> colleagues here, have worked day in and day out, especially to address homelessness. But Rick, you're the only one failed. on this stage that actually has the personal wealth and resources to build affordable housing. And as far as I know, I don't know that you have built any affordable housing, something that you could have addressed while you're not even in office. But I just had to, had to say that because I, you spend time disparaging people who are in office. And no, I, that's- I, I, Mr. Caruso, 30 seconds. I, I, don't only, I don't spend time disparaging people in office. I have the greatest respect of public service. I think it's the highest form. I have served Tom Bradley, I have served Dick Reardon, and I have served Jim Hahn. So I have been in public office. What I disparage is elected officials that don't produce results and things Each get worse. Each one of us have produced results. And things results. get worse under their watch. That's, that's what concerns me. Not, no results on homelessness, no results on crime, no results just on the general filth in the city. No results. And, and this idea that he should turn around and build affordable housing with all of his real estate wealth. I mean, seriously? And what is that now? Now we're hearing from people that, uh, and, and by the way, affordable housing would be for people that have some of their act yeah. together. These people on the streets, There's no, they, they can't afford affordable housing. And even if you pay you, for it, it's probably going to be a disaster. You are going to uh, give a real apartment to those people in the streets who are laying in their own waste and filth? You're really going to do that?
What what would that accomplish? Then you, then you'll take all their waste and filth, and 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 have them foul the clean new apartment we just built for them. And they're still going to be a drug addict. They're still going to be mentally ill. They're still going to wander the streets at night. They're not going to stay inside. They're not going to stay inside after they finish fouling up their little uh, apartment building that we bought for them. They're going to be back on the street with a whole bunch of excuses. They're going to tell us, oh, I can't stay in there. The, my feces are all over the floor. I can't sleep in that. Oh, also, Bass to defend herself. All she could say, because she's been in Congress for quite a while now, is she helped get pandemic relief money to California. They were throwing money in every state. Oh, yeah, that was hard to do. Yeah, that was really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, Thanks there, for that. There was a real fist fight over that. <laughs> it seemed impossible. I don't remember anybody objecting to the pandemic relief from any party, both presidents. Everybody was shoveling out the fake money. All right, when we get where back did it to go, the debate, Where did it all go? In the 5 o'clock hour, we'll get back to this, and it'll all be about the, the clown prince, Kevin DeLeon. We got to play some clips from him. Mm. He was challenging Rick Caruso on you're criminalizing homelessness with enforcement. You can't. <laughs> he said like all the yeah. worst things. Then he answered one question completely in Spanish. And then my favorite, he tried to talk about when the city is going to be in the right position with climate change policy. It's when he notices everybody has an electric vehicle, including his Latinos. <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, he's really the worst. <laughs> what an absolute idiot. John and Ken, KFI. Well, from the war between Russia and Ukraine today, there was some good news for people that have been stuck in that steel mill in Mariupol, which is a coastal city in the south of Ukraine. Uh, it was a city that had a population of 400,000 people. There aren't that many left because the Russians pretty much leveled the entire city. It's completely bombed out but it was at least a hundred people along with some military ukrainian military who went to this steel mill sort of this underground maze that they've been hiding but today more than 100 of them left the steelworks it was actually happened yesterday and they got on buses and some had to be put into ambulances to head to other places in ukraine i guess to that extent they were given safe passage in fact uh well it's not 100 percent clear who's controlling mariupol says in this story from the Associated Press, the Russians have already begun moving their more heavy uh, military equipment to other parts of Ukraine, like the eastern part. Pretty much their mission is over. I mean, when you bomb the city to rubble. It, it, it's almost 100% of the buildings that they wiped out. It is. They said they're going to have to completely start over again if they ever get control or whoever has control of Mariupol. That's been going on for weeks, that war. Uh, this is in the Donbass region, and it's been key to Russia's campaign in this part of Ukraine because it would deprive Ukraine of a vital port. And then Russia would have a land corridor to that Crimean Peninsula. That's the place they took in 2014 to free up their troops for fighting elsewhere in the region. So, But at least some of those people apparently got out alive and were allowed to go to other parts of Ukraine. Meanwhile, there's a story that we were talking about a couple of times over the last few months and now there's at least one source that is saying it's true that Vladimir Putin does have cancer and is going to have some sort of surgery in the near future. Uh, described here according to Telegram Channel. Telegram Channel? Uh, that's a social media. Oh, okay. Is it Russian or is it? Uh, I, I don't know who owns it, but it's, it's uh, being used quite a bit in Russia and Ukraine. Oh. The Russians have had trouble shutting that down. 
Putin has cancer, Parkinson's, and some sort of schizophrenic symptoms, according uh, to this report. Yeah, there's something in the Sun, uh, the tabloid out of London, that uh, it's a former KGB agent is saying that he's suffering from Parkinson's and early stage dementia. Eey. And I mean, can you imagine? We've got the two leaders of the most powerful countries, both with dementia. You uh, you talk about a horror movie, huh? That's not yeah, they, they got they got like uh, tens of thousands of nuclear weapons between the two of them, and they're both losing their mind. And his paranoia and his fear over traitors is driving him insane, uh, according uh, to an ex-Russian spy named Boris Karpikov. Karpikov. And uh, they're, they're trying to protect his strongman image. But Putin views everyone as a traitor. Health is a very sensitive issue. He's, uh, he's becoming insane and obsessed by paranoia ideas. He literally sees everyone, including those inside his security services and his close inner circle, to be traitors. Uh, next Monday is a big day. That's when they're going to have their World War II victory celebration in Red Square in Russia. It's called Victory Day. So supposedly, if there is any surgery coming, he's not going to have it till after that date. This story speculates that the person that's going to run the day-to-day operations of the war is a guy by the name of uh, the former FSB chief, and FSB is what replaced the KGB, Nikolai Padrushev, who take control of the invasion. He's another crazy hard-ass, too. They say that he is the one that convinced Putin that there are Nazis running Ukraine. Great. (laughs) That it was him that pushed the theory that that's a neo-Nazi-run country. And uh, we have to do something about it. Now, on that topic today, this is like another odd development. The uh, one of the uh, ministers, his name is Sergei Lavrov, Russia's foreign minister. He did an interview with an Italian media outlet. And uh, he said when he was asked why Russia claimed to be denazifying Ukraine when the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, is Jewish. He replied that he thought Hitler himself had Jewish roots. For a long time, we've been hearing the wise Jewish people say that the biggest anti-Semites are the Jews themselves. So that was his spin that's, on the question. That's pure propaganda. Well, of course they, they, yeah, the, the anti-Jewish crowd has always been insisting Hitler was Jewish in, in, in some way. That's been going around. I remember hearing that when I was a kid. Right. There. And then the, this this whole idea, like, well, even the Jews say that the Jews are anti-Semitic. That's, again, common line that you use in propaganda just to turn around a conversation and derail it. These right. are all tools. These are not thoughts that these people necessarily believe. These are tools used to derail interviews and conversations. Right. And whereas most people would just scoff at the responses because they're just BS. It'll probably cling in a few Russians' minds. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, That's and, how I feel. And the Italian interviewer didn't really challenge him on any of this, no. which is the problem with most media around the world, is they just sit there. They sit there and let a guy with, with a, uh, a preordained plan to manipulate right. consciousness, they let them manipulate. Well, you know, we're not, we're not taking a side here. We're just letting him talk. It's like, you, you know exactly what you're doing. You know he's purposely lying and you're not challenged the only person they ever challenged was trump everyone else in this country and in foreign countries gets a free ride from all the journalists 
Yeah, really. Especially Biden. Yeah, he doesn't especially. doesn't say anything. No. When he does, it's never followed up. Uh, Ukraine said it sank two Russian naval ships in the Black Sea today. Uh, they have uh, armed drones that they, sit, that they said hit two Raptor-class patrol boats this morning near that Snake Island. Remember Snake Island? Russian forces captured it on the first day of the war. That's the one where everyone thought that the Ukrainian soldiers on Snake Island were killed, but they weren't because they basically said F you when Russia told them to surrender. Uh, both boats appear to be hit. It wasn't clear whether they sank. Russia has not commented on the, uh, on the claim, but it looks like they're doing pretty well with these armed drones. I'm seeing a lot of stories where Ukraine's been carrying out these kinds of strikes and they seem successful and What's the downside? So the Russians take a drone out of the air? I mean, just... you, you know, we, we're, we're using up a, a good share of our uh, weapons stock. Oh, are we? You know, we've, we've given them a lot of, uh, they call them javelins and stingers, and these are various anti-aircraft uh, missiles. And uh, we've used about 25% of one of those and about one-third of the other. Wow. Yeah, so, uh, and, and, it, and it takes a while to manufacture new ones, and it takes a lot of money. So right. we're we're drawing down on our our stockpile pretty quickly, and I wondered if there was a limit on that, yeah. because we we can't be left obviously defenseless here. And uh, of course, the story over the weekend was uh, Pelosi showed up in Ukraine and Poland. She met the Polish president, who supposedly John said to her, "Clean up your own city first. No, he didn't say <laughs> that. The Polish president Duda, Duda, Duda. Should have. Uh, you know uh, what? Uh, clean up San Francisco. Yeah, I would believe that. That's you would that's that. that's the way the Polish are. Yeah, they're yeah. very blunt. What do you do in this part of the world? Your city's a <laughs> cesspool. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't go don't go uh, lecturing me. Or what did uh, the Florida governor Ron DeSantis called San Francisco a dumpster fire? It's another popular one. It's a dumpster fire there. Yeah, and that's oh. where Newsom's oh. from in Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. This is what you get, and it is. Yeah, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Uh, quite a story out of Alabama today. It unfolded over the weekend. Uh, there has now been a warrant that has been issued for the arrest of a corrections officer in a place called Lauderdale County, Alabama. The woman's name is Vicki White. She's the assistant director of corrections for that county. She left the county jail about 930 on Saturday to take an inmate by the name of Casey White, to an alleged mental health evaluation appointment at the county courthouse. This is in Florence, Alabama, just outside good old Muscle Shoals. Uh, now, they are not related. They both have the same name. Uh, the murderer's name is Casey White. The officer's name is Vicki White. Uh, they disappeared. And she then said that after she dropped him off at the mental health appointment, she was going to go to a clinic because she wasn't feeling well. She's 56 years old. She said to people that know her, she was going to retire. She has an unblemished record. In fact, she was like officer of the year four times for the corrections department. She'd been there a long time, but it's beginning to look like a premeditated escape plan. The murderer, it was a murder for hire. In fact, he has a long, violent criminal history, six foot nine. Um, and he weighs like 250 so pounds. They this ran off together? Guy. It's a love affair? Well, we don't know. What else we, could it be? We don't know. Um, or whether or not it's a one-way love affair. She may have been taken by him. He may have seen an opportunity, you know what mm, I'm saying? Right. To, with a, a prison escape and used her to get out and now might just leave her dead somewhere. We don't know. Um, 
They have issued now a warrant for her arrest. The first reports of this over the weekend were, well, we don't know. She's a stellar employee. Maybe she was taken against her will was one of the first things that they... No. She's probably probably secretly lonely. They... uh, now, the, the woman's mother, uh, Pat Davis, told a local TV station that Officer White had sold her home and moved in with the mother five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Officer White's a widow with no children. I think she's a bit older than this guy, too. But did you see his picture? Holy mackerel. <laughs> he's just got that. Um, he's got the beard and he's yeah. got the dead eyes and he just looks yeah. like a zombie in the picture. I mean, staring. it's possible that, you know, he's killed her. It is possible, right. But, he was handcuffed and shackled when he left the jail, but no one has seen either one of these two since this alleged appointment was supposed to happen. And yeah, and was it a real appointment or was that was that a ruse? Um, oh, and by the way, his, his updated uh, jail mugshot—they completely shaved his head and his beard and everything. Good. He just has these huge ears. That's that's husband material. And a terrible uh, stare. Good, good idea. Uh, he was sentenced to 75 years in state prison for a series of crimes, including kidnapping, attempted murder, robbery, and burglary. He tried to shoot his ex-girlfriend, held her roommates hostage in 2015. Now, women fall in love with prisoners. I mean, he sounds like the biggest monster ever. It sounds preposterous, but this stuff happens. And she, I, doesn't, she doesn't have a husband. She doesn't have a family. I, this could be one of those sad stories where nearing retirement, she was lonely, she mm-hmm. was sad. This sounds like one of those TV movies they and used to he, make. He might have manipulated her into... Into helping him escape. And, and, and falling for her. Well, uh, it's I mean, possible that, that he's in love with her, too, but I Well, really Deborah's got a, a, a prisoner thing, too, remember? No, I don't have a prisoner thing. Uh-huh. I enjoyed going to prisons. I didn't say anything <laughs> about the prisoners. So well, you have a yeah. thing for prisons. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. What, yeah. what is it, just being locked up? <laughs> do you up? like to be chained? Or yeah. <laughs> you want to be handcuffed? I mean, what? No, I just I just find the whole prison population kind of fascinating. Uh-huh. You still do? Well, I, I told you, I, I'm also, I have a, a fear of being wrongly accused. I've read yes. way too many books, and I've yes. watched way too many movies. And but you haven't gone shows. to any prisons lately, Not lately, you? no, many, many I'm years I'm thinking ago. you have a guilty conscience. Are you conscience. looking at stories? No, Are you looking at guilt- pictures? No, no, not anymore. It was a long time ago. It was when I was no, a young I, journalist. I, when, I, when, I, when I go well, and What's your take on this woman? Do you think that uh, uh, she may have gotten a little fascinated with this probably. murderer and yeah, helped him yeah. escape? Yes. Yeah, I, I think that has to be the case. They fell in love. Well... She fell in love. Uh, maybe so you she could, fell in you love. You can see that happening. Absolutely. I mean, look. Look at the, what, the Menendez brothers. Right. right? Sure. I mean, there's yeah, so they many big ca- fans. Yeah, right. so yeah. many cases of... of yeah, wonder- while Menendez married a woman, yes. right? didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Well, now that there's a camera on you, I see you going through that book of mug shots occasionally. <laughs> Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. How she Are you more turned on by the murderers, or you know? Just, <laughs> oh yeah, baby. I, I yeah. They really turn me on. <laughs> he like she likes the armed robbers. Yeah, um, especially. Yeah. That that really. See, I, I told yes. you. Yeah. When when somebody when somebody has a gun, man, that just does it for me. <laughs> it looked like she had such status. She was able to drive out of there. She, you're not supposed to have one deputy escort a prisoner. It's supposed to be two. Yeah. But she did it by herself, and I think it's because she was considered one of the senior corrections people that she had uh, now, this ability to do this. So the question is whether she was conned into it by this, uh, by the inmate, Casey. Yeah, or uh, find whether her dead the, body. The, I mean, she had a gun with her, so... Because it doesn't seem like he's capable of a relationship, right? I mean, he seems like just a classic violent psycho. 
Well, they so I, I don't. I, I can't. And I can't imagine like he did a murder for hire. I can't imagine he's falling in love here. See, somebody that does a murder for hire, yeah, life doesn't mean a hell of a lot to them. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't value it at all. Well, so I, we'll see what happens. But it, down there, and I, you know what? I think she probably lived this squeaky clean life as in law enforcement, just everything perfect, and got she all got bored and all she the medals, and now she's fifty six and she's lonely. And what did I do with my life here? Very possible. You don't want to spend your life doing nothing but good. Uh, Coming up next, he reached out to us. We're going to talk to a man by the name of Dan Tibbetts. He lives in Sacramento, and last September, his sister, Mary Kate Tibbetts, was murdered in her own home, as Dan put it, by one of the people that Gavin Newsom let out of prison early. So he's a lot to say about this story. We'll talk to Dan next. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.